This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Did I, did I make it? Did I make it? the hell's going on right now oh, i'm what year is it what year is it dave wait what year is it 20 2022 still doc brown just dropped me off who He's, i just dropped me off oh friday i got picked up i got picked up dave hey, look 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 what i got look what i got i got the almanac i got it where the hell did you get that oh. I, he picked me up on Friday. He just like the DeLorean came over to my house and said, Matt, do you, do you want to go to 2050? And I said, yeah, I want to go because you, you got to dress like Marty McFly though. You got to put the whole thing on. You got to do it. You got to go in. And then I came flying in and they, they, they wear their, like they, in 2050, we wear our glasses like this. You only have one eye. The, sun, <laughs> the sun's a lot less in 2050. So you only got to block out one eye. So all you got to do. I got it. I got it. I got Biff's, I got Biff's almanac. I'll be over right after the show. <laughs> it's the only way I could have gotten 11 bets though, right? It's the only way I could do it, right? I couldn't do it otherwise. Someone's going to give it to me. I can't just get 11 bets, right? I can't go 11 and 0 in the NFL. Can't do it. 11 in a row. And Biff Solomon, I gave me everything. I got it all. I got it all right here. Show's over. I, I got the I got the whole NFL. Like I got the whole NFL. It's all here. It's I, I don't need to do the show anymore. I can go retire. I can go sell my picks. I can be I, I I can be just like everybody else. I can be a pick seller. I got the almanac. I can do it. For those of you watching the show live, <laughs> I had no idea that any of this was gonna happen. Okay. He ain't even on the camera before. He didn't even tell Farah before that he was coming in hot like that. So you guys see it in for the first time. We're seeing it for the first time. And I got to give you credit. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm fired up now. 11 straight bets in the NFL. That's how we start the show today, guys. Welcome in, I mean, Sports Grid. Sorry. Hi. Before, before you get started, I wore this shirt for you. This Ooh. is the Muhammad Ali collection. Ooh. <laughs> I am the greatest because I figured you were going to come in and tell everybody that you were the greatest, like the rest of the people that may be watching the show, maybe baking their bets. They used to come in the book and tell me this all the time. No, it's so hot in there. I'm all sweating. Yeah, you're going to be sweating your ass off. I'm too hot. <laughs> so I'm sitting last night and I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm I'm watching these people and I'm watching get, all this get stuff. Get the shirt off, relax, please. Take, it's, I'm watching I'm watching all this stuff, and I'm th- and, I, and I'm talking and I'm having this con- these conversations with people and blah blah blah. And it's really funny because, you know, people are coming at me telling me I shouldn't be betting on preseason football. No yeah, way, it's a, it's a degenerate thing to do. 
No way. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, when I was one in nine in baseball, like, where were you? Like, wait, where were you coming to me? You weren't telling me, you know, Matt, you probably shouldn't bet baseball. You're really bad at baseball, right? Nothing. Uh, Silence. The second I start winning, everyone's like, uh, you, you just shouldn't do this, man. You just shouldn't bet this stuff. Like, it's just, it's not really smart. It, it, it's not a good play. Oh, what does it matter? <laughs> what the hell does it matter what I'm betting on? If I'm betting on baseball or football, what? A, you care now? I mean, it's amazing. You care now? Now you care. You didn't care before. Now you nobody, care. Nobody cared before. Like, all of a sudden, your antennas go up and it's like, oh, wait. Um, <laughs> now we have to talk about this. <laughs> this is not appropriate. What? So, yeah. Look, I'm going to come crashing down to earth in week two. I fully expect that because week two actually is when the numbers will be a lot sharper because the starters will play. Week one was easy. Easy. Because everything, 13 and three to the over. I actually had one of the unders that cashed. It was amazingly enough. Chief That's the best in. play you made all weekend. The Chiefs under? If things went 13 and three to the over and you actually had one of the three that went under. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. And so, look, yesterday, same game parlay comes in. We hit that back-to-back Sundays. Three and oh on Sunday into a... You know, really good four and one on Saturday into a really good on Friday. One of the better weeks I've had. I've gone eight oh and one now over the last nine days with winning. Got so book. July was bad. <laughs> August is good. You got that magazine. Doc goes ahead and drops off the biff. See, I had to edit it a little bit there, though. So it's uh, it says 2000 in the movie. For you youngsters, this is 1950 to 2000. So I had to do a little editing here. I just edited the 2050 a little bit on that. So, but that is Biff's almanac. Farrah didn't know the story. So now I feel old. Back to the Future 2. Maybe the best sports betting reference of my time childhood. Out. Time out. 20 second time out. Farrah yeah. never seen the Back to the Futures. He didn't, he didn't fully get the reference. I just didn't understand the reference. I was like, what are you, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, look, I got the almanac. I'm like, what the hell? What are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm entertained, but I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> People have been searching for this almanac in this years for decades. Okay. This is the Holy Grail. This also, is uh, also the shirt that I'm wearing, uh, I, I did not win my bet, but uh, <laughs> you bet the Vikings. Oh, <laughs> but 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 I'm still rocking it, baby. No, no. I went two and zero. Raiders in the over, maybe Raiders in the over. Jared Jared Stidham in the over. Two two and zero to the over. Now the Raiders are with Jared Stidham yes. playing quarterback for the Raiders. No, I, I mean this is literally the Holy Grail. Like the, this is the sports betting. If you want to do a movie about what sports betting would be. This would be the, at the end of the obstacle it. course, you death, it, whatever it is. Whatever works. <laughs> that shit out in the desert or something? Where'd you find it? Uh, I told you, Doc Brown showed up on Friday Friday night and said, hey, you want to go for a ride? I said, let's go. I hopped in. Hopped in. I said, you got you the right color hair, so it works. got to deal with disheveled, so it works. Yeah, just like Marty McFly, you can come back. All you can right. come back. And then we came back. <laughs> He, right didn't, for the he, show. Didn't, he didn't put the shit in the car, did he? Like the actual manure. He didn't do oh, that. He, well, he had put the trash, right? You put the trash and the different stuff in there, and it's all that's how it that's how the DeLorean runs. 88. Flux 88. capacitor. You gotta hit 88. <laughs> There's people driving that right now out on the 215. People driving that on back roads here, unfortunately. It's terrible. You're right. Some dude, some dude in Vegas over the weekend got pulled over for a DUI doing a buck twenty-five in a school zone. That's automatic jail, ain't it? It should be. 
Yeah. <laughs> like straight up, like you go to straight to jail. Like you, you lose your license straight to jail. Like you're in a damn school zone, dude. The hell is wrong with you? But yep, that's that's unfortunately the place where you're in a hurry. Slow down. Psychotic people. Yeah, who think it's mostly the tourists, I feel like, but sometimes I feel like it's not. Sometimes I feel like it's just people who come in here and want to go crazy. And other times I'm like, yeah, maybe it's people who live here are really the reckless ones. They're in a hurry. Everybody's in a hurry. Everyone's going to get somewhere, unfortunately, to go. Okay, so we've got an update coming in nine minutes. We're going to go to Steelers Camp. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. It's pretty good. Yeah. We're going right to camp to get an update on Kenny Two Gloves. It went five for five. Touchdown drive. 13 out of 15, by the way. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And everybody, thinks, and everybody thinks that your new wide receiver is going to be the rookie of the year. It's I sent bet- you that screenshot last night. Did you see that line movement? It's been bet like you know, it's over. It's been bet like they, they got the sports almanac. They already know. They, they, they Maybe they got this too. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Like... And I was talking to somebody on Saturday and it was still 18 to one. And he was like, you should probably take a trip down there and buy it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, first of all, it's 11 o'clock at night. I know the book's open, but then they're going to, if I go down there and bet a deuce on that to win, you know, 3,600, somebody's going to go, who bet that? Why, why is Dave coming here in the middle of the night like the other schleps that do it in the middle of the night? They're going to get mad at me. I don't want nobody mad at me. I told them, like, listen, it's we're going to have this guy game. on on Monday. We'll find out more about Pickens. But the line's done. It's gone. There's no value. 80 to 1 to 6 to 1 after one preseason game. Like that. He caught three passes, P. Roll. I know he looked good. He could touch down in the corner. I know it's decent, but it's preseason. Thank you. I mean, Thank hold you. on a second. Like, Please. for starters, who's playing quarterback for the Steelers? I need that question answered before I'm betting on a, a, on a Steeler wide receiver to have a big season. Well, what the hell? That's what we're going to ask Pony. So why is it the Pony Express? Andrew, and how do you say his last name? Filipino? Filipone. Filipone. Okay. So that's why it's Pony Express. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know Pino or Pony. I didn't know which one I said. Yeah, Filipone. So Andrew Filipponi is coming on from Steelers training camp here in about seven minutes. Yeah. Is he a Yinzer or is he just in? No, the he's an, he's an adopted Yinzer. I mean, okay. he is a Yinzer officially. He's been there long enough, but he does some work for FanDuel as well. Oh, so he's into the betting space now, but he, you know, okay. he co-hosts other shows and stuff on 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh. So he's down in the Pittsburgh sports, but a lot of times he plays the voice of reason. Hmm. Where like you, you like know. you in the show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Somebody's got to be the voice of reason. You're out fucking traveling on the DeLorean 1.21 gigawatts, getting the getting the almanac. I've been looking for Steal that it. for 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. I'm looking for 45 years. Or came out in two came out in 88. Is that right? 87? When did two come out? I was in high school. Yeah, I think so. 88 or 90. Just remember the mall scene, the first one with the mall scene and the AK-47 that came out and the guys were shooting at the DeLorean. And it was just like everything with the 80s had to do with Russia, Afghanistan and America. Like every movie, <laughs> everything, <laughs> every movie, everything, Rock, Rocky, Back Drago. to the Future, Dr- <laughs> it was, I could change, you could change, we can all change. Everything was having to do with Afghanistan, Russia and America. It was a riot. Like we just were obsessed with the Cold War during Billy the Joel, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> oh, what an album. Oh, Stormfront was such a good album. Goodness gracious. Unbelievable album. 
I had that tape. I wore that thing out. Man, down Eastern Alexa was like my For the jam. people that don't know, there were cassette tapes. That's what Matt <laughs> is referring to that had yeah. tape players that you actually put in your car and then you took out oh. and you took home. And then tell the truth, P. Rolt. How many of the mixtapes you make for the ladies? Back oh, in the day? damn. I Come still have now. a couple. I still have a few. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I do too. Hell, hell yeah. I still have a few that I've made for girlfriends here. I'm saving all my shit, man. I'm saving everything. <laughs> I want it all. I got mini t- I, I got mini discs of me doing play by play when I was 19. That's <laughs> at, it, it, you can't even find a mini disc player. I was gonna say America. you can't play that shit on nothing no more. I gotta find somebody who has a mini disc player so I can go ahead and dub it down onto a CD or an MP3 or something to or send to a company who's got it to turn it because it's absolutely the funniest thing. You'll be like, oh my god, you work in what now? How the hell did you get a job? But yes, there's that. I, I mean, hell yeah. I mean. I, I'm so fucking old that I remember I had to splice tape when I started in radio. It's the only way I knew how to do it. <laughs> like, they taught oh us that shit in class. I was like, we got to use a razor blade and razor blade. I remember this and that talk. tape. I would slice tape my. Fi- I would cut my finger all the time. Like I was starting to put it together. I'd slice my finger. I'd be like, Mother of God! Like what is going on? You get the little chalk so you know where you want to go. You mark oh. the chalk on the tape and then you cut it and then you take the tape. And if the tape didn't hit right, it ripped the whole thing up. Oh God! The and then I, I'm in my sophomore year. Sound bite lined up. Oh, and you messed the tape up. Did you? I mean, you you had carts, obviously, right? Of course. So, like, play a cart. Those carts were these big, huge plastic things that, whenever you wanted to play a commercial, you plug it in, and the you needed like two hands to pick them things up. Those carts, literally thick things, like. What the hell is this? They would go like I remember my sophomore year is when we got the player that played them in succession. So you'd load three carts in a row, and they'd fire all three in a row for a commercial break. So you didn't have to do it manually, which is great. And then my second semester sophomore year is when we got the first ever digital editor. And that was like the moon landing for media people. It was like, oh. oh my gosh, we can, what do you mean? No more splicing tape? No, no more splicing tape. I remember the first time I saw a radio wave on a computer screen, I was sophomore in college. And I was like, how the hell are we doing that? <laughs> I couldn't mm. figure out the technology of like how the hell it actually happened. So yeah, so. More of the story, you 22-year-olds. Enjoy your non-skipping music and quick edit software because we are very jealous that we did not have any of that growing up. I mean, I, I remember when the disc man came out and you would go running and had a 10-second lag on it. Yeah. So the, the, the sport Walkman, the sport disc man for Sony That yellow thing was meant you had money, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. You click. Oh, you got it. We could thing. drop it and it wouldn't break. You know, what? Remember the, and they had the little earphones that would stick into your ear that were really kind of neat and small. Everyone was like, oh. ooh, those are neat. Those are, those are tiny. Everybody yeah. was all cool into those. Uh, oh, that was best. fun. 13 and three overs in the first week of this NFL season, preseason, yeah. including the Steelers. Yeah. Game flew over. Way over. Wasn't even a question. Not even a question. Steelers had a good weekend. We'll get to the Jets and their roller coaster ride a little bit later on in the show because Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> All you internet, you know, we talk about if internet. the Jets don't if, if so say there was an injury. Yeah. And we well, can ask Pony this when, when he comes on, but would the Jets have been interested in Mason Rudolph if they didn't go get Jimmy G? <laughs> I mean, just in case Mason, we got to put him somewhere where he's going to play cuz he ain't going to play in Pittsburgh, but <laughs> no. 
Jimmy G would have been a jet if that were, if that was real, if the injury was significant. It's just funny. We, we always talk about like on the, on Twitter, gambling Twitter, there's a whole lot of people out there are talking about line shopping and line movements and making the line and blah, blah, blah. The Twitter doctors had a really bad night that night because there were numerous Twitter doctors, even real doctors who were doing the Twitter diagnostics of him being Zach Wilson being done for the year. Yeah, it was pretty quick. He, he, he healed himself pretty quick. He's just going to have a little snip up or something on Tuesday and hopefully it goes well. And bone bruises are definitely something to watch. I think, I think he's going to miss a month plus. I think they're right. going to baby, they're, they're baby him, but they thought I it heard was it was a meniscus. It's not a it meniscus. Is. Okay. Okay. It's a bone bruise and a meniscus tear that they got to clean up, but it's like a basketball player. I mean, football players can come back pretty fast after meniscus because it's not a part of the body. You use a whole lot playing football. It hurt, helps with running obviously, right. but you, you can play without it. You can play without a knee. What are you talking about, Doctor Without a meniscus, meniscus, the stability of your of your knee is your ACL, MCL, and PCL. The meniscus is is a is a is an um, part of the knee that gets torn a lot when you take cuts, when you're cutting playing basketball. So an ACL is the instability of the knee. You can't play football without an ACL. He has an ACL. He's fine. <laughs> Zach Wilson's fine on that. So that was the diagnostic. Up oh, ACL tear. He's done for the year. And then everyone says this message brought to you by Dr. Peralt. While he went with Doc Brown, he became Dr. Peralt in the future too. Came back with the almanac and a medical degree. You played hockey, right? Yes. So, you know, different injuries. I played basketball a lot. I know basketball injuries. Yeah. You know, the differences. There's different injuries for different sports. And that, that ACL is not common for football. And luckily that's not what happened. It's just a bone bruise. He better still be able to run because under behind that Jets line, he's going to be running. And they lost Beckham for the year, too. That's the other problem. <laughs> they, they lost their first round victim two years ago. He's done for the year. He is done for the year. So the offensive line is definitely not not good. So yep. definitely weak. Maddie, tell me when we can bring all Andrew in to have a conversation about Dave's favorite team. Are you wearing the Pittsburgh black and gold for Andrew, by the way? I wore a hat to match the fit. For the for the Muhammad Ali shirt, but yes, this is the you, gold pirate. You, you Steeler fans think that that shirt is accurate for your team? Whoa, you, you guys! Pony ain't even in yet. You're going to start this shit? <laughs> I mean, seriously? Okay. No, I just see where we're going. I, I got to get some just, guys on here that, too. That, that, that's what you guys just you know, you guys were literally throwing parades when Brady left because you guys couldn't beat Brady with New England. So it was like a big. It was like that. It was a big exhale. Oh, he's gone. I hope Pony can hear this. Oh, he's he's thank God. oh, thank God. Brady's not there anymore. Okay. Thank you. He left. Okay. This is who wait. That's we fine. still stink. Wait, wait, we, we still can't win. Oh, wait. Oh no. <laughs> <sighs> deep breath, Dave. Deep breath. <laughs> Andrew hey. Pony, the Pony Express from Pittsburgh joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Andrew, I'm Matt. I'm the Bostonian. If you haven't realized Dave is the book. What's up, buddy? How are you? Dave, what's on your shirt? What's that shirt say? This is a Muhammad Ali model. I am yeah. the greatest. Oh, I only wore it today, Pony. Well, one, because you're on the show. But two, <laughs> because all these betters for preseason football got everything right this weekend, including Matt. He went <laughs> back to the future. He got Doc's Almanac. Got every game he bet right this weekend. 13-3 and three to the overs. Mm. In your world, in your space, did you hear about the success of sports betters getting everything right this weekend? Well, 
I have a very simple formula when it comes to betting the preseason. I just pull up the R lads quarterback depth charts and I just compare third string quarterbacks week one. I just look at like Trace McSorley for Arizona was going up against Jake Browning in Cincinnati. I said, that's easy. I'm getting two and a half points. Give me that one all day. So that was an easy one. That was a slam dunk. The one game I lost and I fell victim to it. I got burned by it. I always do. I had Detroit. I watch friggin' hard knocks like a moron. And there's always that hard knocks bump. People watch hard knocks. And then that, that inflates the team on hard knocks. So yeah. I did that. And that let la- that late Atlanta touchdown did me in. So got I it. went three and one. I had Pittsburgh big. So Kenny yeah. Pickett, as he will do often in his career, will win me money. Uh, I had Cleveland and I had Arizona. So I went three and one boys. As he will. All right. Is Kenny two gloves playing game one? No. Is he the starting quarterback? No, Thank you. Tell him why pony. No, but I don't think it's a good move. I'm a big believer in playing, especially a 24 year old quarterback. I think there's more to be gained, even if he struggles by playing than by waiting and watching. Their offensive line, if you saw the game Saturday, is abysmal. Uh, but Pickett can take a hit. He did at Pitt. He keeps ticking. So my preference would be to play him week one. But uh, I don't think that part of the Steelers' plans changed for Saturday. Trubisky had a touchdown drive. He looked okay, maybe a little bit better than okay. So I think the status quo remains. Trubisky will be the sacrificial lamb in Cincinnati week one. And then we'll go from there. Pony, all the boys yep. at home, you got a good feel for the people and everything in Pittsburgh. All right, you're coming on and saying it's not the right move. When, not a matter of if, according to what you just said, when is Kenny Pickett going to play this season? In your opinion right now, before, yep. barring any injuries, you, you know the Steelers schedule, when is Pickett mm-hmm. playing? I think the latest is week four. I think that's when he'll absolutely start. That's the Jets. Because if you think about it, it's at Cincinnati, New England, and then it's a quick Thursday turnaround in Cleveland. So I think that gives a mini buy, a quasi buy for Tomlin to get his rookie quarterback extra ready for an easy opponent at home. So I think that would be, barring a 3-0 and start from Trubisky, which I don't think will happen. I've got them losing in Cincinnati week one. Then I think New England's a toss-up game. The line, the bookmakers agree. Tell with the me truth. On that. Tell the truth. They're going to beat the Patriots, right? I mean, they're going to beat the fucking Patriots. It's okay. Tell them. Tell them, Tony. Tell them, please. I never feel good against New England. I I don't. I hate to say it, but now I guess there's some. Well, hold on, Dave. I guess there's some. Uh, there was some podcast that came out in the last week. I was in New Orleans last week, getting blackout drunk, so I missed it. I would have made a huge deal about Man. it on my show. Apparently, Tomlin put out his top five coaches in the league and didn't put Belichick on there. Oh no! I mean, um, if that's true, I gotta I gotta double check that. But Bill's gonna come in here and want to beat him by sixty. If that's oh. the case, he looks at every little slight, and he'll turn that into a big deal. Back in the day when Anthony Smith said they'd beat the undefeated Patriots, and then Brady went at him and scored, I think, three touchdowns on him personally. And that game back in 07. So I don't even know who you are right now. It's going to be Dave. You disagree with that? When the Steelers play the Patriots, I don't feel good about those games. I wish I did. You want me to be honest with your audience or lie to them? I never feel good in those spots. Even if it is Mac Jones and Matt Patricia calling the plays brought you on the 
I don't feel good either, but you ain't got to tell everybody. This is his Bostonian versus the book. Look at this guy. He's in his fucking glory now. I got to listen to this shit. Hey, though, Dave, I think they're going to – I think they'll go tell over. Tell me why. Please I tell think me why it's going over. I think thank you. I think they'll go over the question. seven and a half. Well oh, – Thank you. Look, I think the Browns thing is self-evident. They're going to go with Jacoby Brissett, who's 14 and 23 in his career as a starter, and it wasn't thank on you. bad teams. Yes. If you look at the Colts – with Brissett and the year after with good quarterback play, Andrew Luck and Phillip Rivers, they they won double-digit games. He was the problem. He's not good. Yes. He's one of the – to me, he's one of the worst backup quarterbacks in the league. I have no idea why Cleveland was in such a hurry to get him out of there or to get Case Keenum out of there to get Jacoby Brissett in there. So I think they fall to the worst team in the division with him. And then look, every year I start in April and May and June and I'm down on the Ravens and. Yeah, I'm looking at Lamar Jackson, the contract situation. And then by the time we get to the start of the season, I realize I like John Harbaugh and they're such a well-coached team and I start to fall back in love with them. But I really, I don't know what this Jackson no agent thing. He said now he's going to put the kibosh on contract talks at week one if he doesn't have a new deal. How is he going to play without a new deal? Is he going to try to throw the ball more because he wants to inflate his numbers? I just think that that's a dark cloud hanging over their head. So I deduct points from Baltimore. It is a tough schedule, but I think they can get to nine. I'm not going to go more than that. I think with a really good defense and an average offense, they can get to nine wins in a very good AFC. Mm, low's low, though. We, 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 went, we went through it. The, the, the bottom could be, could be there. What's the take for the old timers, we call them the blue hairs in college football. When they look at Kenny Pickett wearing two gloves in the middle of the summer, how's that going over? Probably not good. I mean, it's the same thing. Ben used to wear a glove sometimes, even when he was a Super Bowl champion and people would call into our shows and bitch about him wearing a glove in cold weather games. Now Kenny's going to do it every game. Look, it absolutely helps that he was here last year and he did it at Pitt. I think that there'd be way more incredulity. I think that there'd be way more people bitching if they didn't have firsthand knowledge of watching him elevate that program out of mediocrity and get them to a conference championship for the first time in four decades since Marino was in town. So I think that's a, that's a big, that's a big advantage for him that they think, well, I mean, he did it against Clemson. He did it. And yeah, the ACC wasn't great, but, you know, Pitt always finds a way to go like six and six and seven and five. They were stuck in that vicious cycle for so, so long. So I do think with most fans, they trust the Steelers as far as when they pick the time to play them. But overall, I do think it's going to be a weird situation here where if Trubisky even struggles a little bit, the fans are going to be uh, pleading for Pickett to go in there sooner rather than later. Pony, so this is a you know sports betting show and stuff. So um, tell the people a little bit about your bowling bet because you made a pretty <laughs> big bet. I did with Dunlap. Well, I didn't make a. I didn't make a big bet. He came he at you. Bet. He, he came at you. Bet. Tell, only, tell the people it's a hundred. It's a hundred to one bet, Matt. I've got a hundred dollars on my end to his ten thousand dollars. I've got two and a half years to bowl a three hundred game. Now, the whole genesis of this bet was I hadn't bowled since the pandemic, and I went out and I got six strikes in a row, six strikes in a row, and I bowled the 225. And so it was with an alley ball 
It was one of those like cosmic bowling nights where the lanes are all screwed up and they're blasting Def Leppard and fun shit. time. It's always a fun and time. So I played, I bowled a great game and that imbued me with confidence. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bowl a 300 game at some point. So one of my co-host, not a co-host, but one of my colleagues at the radio station here challenged me on it. So now I've got two and a half years to bowl a perfect game. I had a setback where there was a groin injury, Dave, Ooh. from a bowling finish. Ooh. I kind of went too low. Groin got hurt. Ow. That that forced me to take some mental reps for a few weeks. But I'm back. I think once the warm weather subsides here, I think I'm going to be in the alley a lot more. I've already got a personal coach. I've already had somebody hook me up with a ball. Ooh. So I'm confident. Yeah, I think if I lose $100, I'm fine with that. The other end of this is this dude's got ten grand. On the line against me. I mean, that's how do you go home to your wife and kids and say you lost 10 grand on a bet like this? I wouldn't be able Very to live with question. myself. Well, here's my, my, my first question is, does it have to be done in a certain venue? Meaning, no. can you, can you do this by yourself without anybody around? Well, there has to be at least one witness. I, I don't need like a, there, no big crowd. It's not like the movie King right. and I don't, that's need, great. Well, that's easy. Then, right? people there. Yeah, but I that's just easy. Need at least somebody to verify that I have a perfect game. Yeah. So no performance anxiety. So you can just go ahead and work on it in the in, in the quiet and, and get it done. Is it mathematically easier to bowl a 300 or to get a hole in one? Anybody Ooh. know the answer to that? Oh, because because what, what, what my gut tells me is 300 would be way easier than a hole in one in terms of dollars, in terms of odd rather. I would think so. But Pony, you don't golf too, do you? No, I really don't. But I read somewhere that there's like 30,000 different perfect games in a given year in the United States. Like it's become way more common than it was, yeah, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Like the way Way they grease the lanes now, the ball technology, all that stuff, yeah, right. So a perfect game is, is how many is it 12 throws to get a perfect game? 12 throws. So it's 12 strikes in a row. Yes. I think you're going to do it. I, I I would put money down that you do it halfway there with no, with no re with no work, with no, with nothing, no training, no, not no anything. So I think that's the whole impetus of this bet is that I'm like, man, if I can do this now, imagine if I actually committed myself and now I'm going to get schooling and coaching and I've got a better ball. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself guys. That's going to be some serious pain for Dunlap to come with that 10-dime stack when you throw that 300. I hope I'm at the lanes, whether it's at no Well, he already told me that it needs to be an installment. He already gave me the heads up. Like, he's already, in in my way, made a tacit admission that he Uh thinks I'm going to do it because he already outlined to me how he would pay me. It's not going to be 10,000 all at once. Yeah. Do you guys have a certain, like, does he have to pay you over five years? Is it... 10 years like it better not be five years i mean i'll give him a few i'll give him a few months i'm not gonna give him friggin' five years no way but this isn't a lottery but put, put, put points on it though i mean say okay i'll, I'll give you a, a year but i'm adding a point a month like, oh boy like, do it like a loan shark like did, did oh, i think i know someone that could help me there's some guys in pittsburgh dave that would help me collect that don't you think <laughs> hey you can text two? me you, you can text me after the show we find them today pony that's no problem we, we <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd, I'd just tack on points be like it's fine man you, you can take as long as you want but it's a point a month so you come on and wax poetic about the Patriots and how much nightmare they are for the Pirates or for the Steelers. I mean, the Pirates are playing the Boston Red Sox. Okay. <laughs> Stop. It's my turn. 
Pirates are hosting the Red Sox this week in Pittsburgh. Boston's already installed as a short favorite. The Boston Red Sox are going to be favored in all three games in Pittsburgh this week. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. I mean, it's I got a show called Bostonian versus the book, and you know, I got Yawkey right here, Mr. Yeah. Gillette or whatever the hell he's talking about. Does anybody in Pittsburgh care right now about the Red Sox in a pirate series? No, not really. I don't know how many people <laughs> in Boston really care about the Red Sox right now Thank either you. with the way they've played. Uh it's True. it's it like I actually think, you know, if I really wanted to make some kind of salient argument for that series or where to put my money in those games, the Pirates do have a good record this year against big market teams. You know, they went five and one against the Dodgers. They Damn split right. with the Yankees here in Pittsburgh. Yes, yes, I think that they, for whatever reason, they embrace the idea of like the David and Goliath matchups. So they just went out West and played the Diamondbacks and Giants and got smoked. Like they were absolutely crushed. I mean, the run line against them was money all weekend, but I just think this, in this particular situation, there might be value in taking the pirates all three games with, with, with with probably you're not going to, you're not going to get like plus one seventy or anything like that. You might get plus one thirty, plus one forty in a couple of those games, Dave. And you'll, I think you'll do all right. I could see them taking two out of three, believe it or not. Yeah, I could see it too. Red, Red Sox are garbage. We know this right now. And they think they, they're just, they're awful. So uh, back to the Steelers for a second. So Dave has been watching the offensive rookie of the year, or the rookie of the year market quite oh. closely. So George Pickens goes from an 80 to one long shot to a six to one near favorite. Now second choice the, behind Kenny Pickett. So two Steeler rookies right now are leading the market here. Now look, is this a head fake? But we don't know yet. But tell us a little bit about what you guys are seeing or hearing about in camp. We know what happened during the game, the touchdown toss, the catch, the toe tap, everything he did in the end zone, which looked very good. The blocking looked outstanding. People were questioning, why did this guy fall to the second round? He's a first round talent. Steelers got an absolute steal with this guy. But what will his role be? And does the quarterback, meaning Trubisky versus Pickett, does it matter when it comes to what Pickens will look like in your mind? No, I don't think it does. I think that last part of your question, you know, all of the quarterbacks in camp have looked good when they've thrown the ball to Pickens. That that's been for either it's whether it's Trubisky, Rudolph, or Pickett, they've looked their best in camp when their target's been Pickens because he's been a vacuum. He's he's cut he's cut everything. Uh, he's been amazing. He's been by far the best player in camp as far as guys that need to impress or open eyes, I'm not counting TJ Watt and dudes like that, but among the new faces, he's blown everybody away. I think Mike Tomlin likes to keep rookies in their place. He's kind of old school like that. And yet their initial depth chart had Pickens as a starting wide receiver. That almost never happens. I think it's a, for Tomlin, he's already telling everybody that, you know, there's going to be no training wheels on this guy. So, you know, look, I think if he had a better quarterback situation, if you told me that the offensive line was going to be stabilized and, and Pickett was going to play 17 games, you know, I think he'd definitely go 1,200 yards, probably eight or nine touchdowns, and put himself in position to win the offensive rookie of the year. The quarterback situation being what it is makes that more challenging. But given what I see from the other receivers, comparing him to the running backs that are up there too for the award. I've been telling people for weeks that I think Pickens 
has been undervalued and the odds makers were slow to react. It's like they needed Saturday night's game as validation. But for weeks here in Pittsburgh, seeing Pickett's name number one on that list and seeing Pickens all the way down at like the 13th or 14th, uh, you know, odds there made no sense to us. And that quickly got righted with what happened Saturday night, but he's blown everybody away with this camp performance. But wouldn't there be a worry there if they both played that they'd be splitting votes that basically neither one would win it. Somebody else would win it because they're on the same team. Well, I think if Pickett plays 17 games, I think he'll win it. I mean, I think if he plays, right. If, if he's the guy that is making Pickens productive, I think they'll give it to the quarterback. They usually do. Uh, right. Chase was an outlier last year. Justin Jefferson had a great rookie year and they gave the award to Herbert because he threw 31 touchdown passes. So, you know, with that in mind, I think when in doubt the quarterback wins, uh, the, the, the right. oddity of having a rookie quarterback and a rookie wide receiver, I'm with you, Matt. I think if Pickett is going to be their guy for the majority of the season, especially if they're good, then I think he'll get the award. Uh, you know, last year was just such a contrast Chase's number is like blew Matt Jones's production out of the water by so much. And the Bengals were such a surprise story. I think the voters had to give it to Chase over a rookie quarterback getting a team to the playoffs. Uh, but in that specific situation, you know, I do, I would favor Pickett if he's going to play, you know, 15, 16 games for the Steelers. All right, sir. Last one for me before we. Uh, throw it back and get get back to business and you get back to camp and doing all the stuff you're doing. First, tell everybody where they can find you both on the air and on social media and all that stuff we have at the Pony Express on Twitter. But my last question is pretty simple. What is this potato chip that you posted on the Twitter feed? And like, are you serious that this is the best potato chip? You've Bailey ever Zappy. Had? Yeah, these, this is Zappy? a great cat. Yeah, like, like the... Western Kentucky Patriots quarterback. It's incredible. It's a kettle oh. cooked. It's got a spice to it. It's got a nice zest to it, Dave. You got to try one. Next time you deck yourself out in Saints gear, carry around a bag of those voodoo chips Thank and God you're going to you're gonna be huge down in Louisiana. But, they got legalized sports betting down there, so they'd love to see that. They'd probably invite you down there to stay at a nice sports book mm. if you dressed up and had a bunch of those potato chips. So look, Zappies. a lot of different places. Yes, a lot of different places you can find me. Odyssey, 93.7 The Fan. I do afternoon drive here, two to six. We're talking Steelers nonstop. We do a lot of betting too because that's what our listeners like. I do two <laughs> FanDuel shows. I do a FanDuel radio show, which is also on Odyssey, uh, 10 a.m. to noon on Sundays. It's called More Ways to Win Radio. And then we're starting More Ways to Win TV back up oh. on September 1st. That's myself, Lisa Kearney, a lot of the TVG handicappers. We've got an analytics expert. It's a really good show. It's going to be an hour long this year, so we'll hit on every game. It's our fifth year doing it. Dave, you saw me at the Super Bowl with those guys last year. We do it up big now. We're only growing and expanding, and we'll be all over the FanDuel app. When you when you download that, you'll see uh, probably an icon that'll bring you right to the video. So we preview uh, every week of the NFL season, we preview big events too, like the NBA playoffs and March Madness. So yeah. I'm delighted to be back. That's going to be our fifth year doing that this year. Don't nice. let Egros get away with some of the nonsense he puts out there. We like to argue. Oh, he loves the Eagles. Like we got into a big discussion on, on my radio show last week. That's his team. Dave, how the Eagles are like the sexiest team 
It's incredible. You either love the Eagles or the Lions. Those are the two teams I hear the most from people. The That's Eagles Dave. and the Lions nonstop, man. Dave loves the Lions. I got to admit, I'm getting caught up. I was caught up in the Lions shit before the Hawks. I haven't even watched it yet. But I like it because I think the division's going to take a step back. I don't think Minnesota's going to be that good. I definitely don't think the Bears are going to be good. And I mean, the, the Packers lost the best wide receiver in the game. I mean, it's going to take right. a little bit of time. I mean, they're still going to win 10 or 11 games. I don't know if they're going to win 14. Mm. But I think the Lions can make the jump. The Eagles... Pony, you're in PA. Those Eagle fans are as crazy as anybody. They're going to be over the moon disappointed, but they're kind of used to it if the Eagles stink. <laughs> I mean, oh, boy. Okay. Andrew, good stuff, my friend. Thanks for coming you on. Bet, guys. You soon, right? Anytime you want me. Yep. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, At Pony. Pony Express to follow him. Andrew Filipponi from Pittsburgh here on the Bostonian versus the book, teaching Dave all about what he already knows. Patriot fans. No, I didn't see that shit coming. Told you. It's just, we just live rent free. We just, we're just in there and it's true. (laughs) That's true. It is true. I know it's true. We live rent free. Absolutely. We live rent free. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, I, the chat's amazing. It's, it's really funny stuff, but you know, it is Stevie Mac says, I remember sitting next to the radio waiting for one of your favorite songs to come on so you could press the record play button so you could listen to the song whenever you wanted. Oh, that so was true. Huge. You had to beat it so right true. there. Oh. I remember having, I remember I was like an expert of making sure because I've talked the story before, but posting is when the, when the DJ stops talking and the lyrics begin. I was very good at making sure that the DJ's voice was not part of the song. So I had really? a good idea and then wait, 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 up, oh, bang, hit it right away. And then so you didn't have the DJ saying for the name of the song or on whatever the name of the station was, because that was always the telltale sign that you'd ripped it off the radio. Right. You'd gotten it when the DJ's voice was still on there. So I was very good at that post to knock that record right on the, right on the point. Boom. It was huge, man. It was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of mixtapes made with a little bit of note inside. Oh. Give it to the ladies. And that's my mixtape. Marcelo says he's a listener from Z- from Nola, and I guess those Zaps tri- chips are legit. So, oh, there you go. He was posted on on his Twitter feed about the Zaps uh, Zappies. It's the best it. eating city in America. I mean, it really is. Whoa, what? New Orleans that easy? Is, uh, it's to me, it's not even a question. It's the best eating city in America. I mean, it's really? absolutely. I, I I've been to New Orleans four times now. I mean, it's insane. I mean, that's watch why we went to my honeymoon there. I mean, I just, I love eating in New Orleans, drinking in New Orleans, obviously, but eating in New Orleans is just the mixture of all the different cultures where you can eat French, amazing high-end French food. You can eat incredible Creole food. You can eat really interesting Mediterranean or Caribbean food. It's it's unbelievable. Wow. I mean, it's just making it's, a very good case. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you, it, 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 I've never been. I'm showing my age. Been. I'm showing my age that like I get excited about going places and eating, but like to me, like going on vacation in New Orleans and just setting up seven different restaurants to eat every single night is like a dream vacation for me. I was good. Oh, it's so you, you put down so many interesting. The only thing I don't like about New Orleans is I don't like warm weather oysters. That's it. Warm, sorry, warm water oysters. Excuse me. Warm water oysters freak me out. They're enormous. But they taste different. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're just—they're really—they're really, they're really I could hard. Put two to oysters in front of you, you'd know the cold weather 
or cold water, water oyster versus a hot water oyster? Two seconds. Easy. Ab- absolutely. And I, I'm with you, man. I, I don't want my oyster to be the, the size of a filet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just a little, little, little oyster. Just, if you have to like cut it, I'm no, you. Yeah. No, thanks, man. I'm done. I love, I like me, small, I love me some oysters, yeah. but yeah, they got to be small, cold water. Absolutely. Cold water north of Virginia for me or north of North, North, no Cal is where I go. Oregon, Washington, you know, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Duxbury oysters are the best oysters on the planet. I know I'm biased from Boston, but Duxbury mass, if you have Duxbury mass oysters, they're absolutely f- every time phenomenal. Maine's good too, but cold and briny is what I like for oysters. Warm and huge. I want to gag. <laughs> they're nasty. Really? Yeah. Dave, and I Dave, did, uh, Dave, you like oysters or no? It, it's kind of love or hate. I feel like I could, I could really give her. Never he's have a, another oyster. He's a landlocked dude. He doesn't do seafood. I love seafood. What are you talking you about? I lived in the Caribbean for a couple of years. I love seafood, right. but not a big oyster guy. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the shrimp's being huge. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with big prawns, right. and I, I like that. That's good. Lobster, warm weather, warm water oyster. Lobster's a little weird, like no claws. It's a little strange to me, just the, just the tail, but the tails are always really big. So that's a little awkward, but... I like crab meat. I, mean, I like claw meat a lot for, for lobsters. So, you know, but yes, I, I, if you, if you gave me a eating adventure, New Orleans is where I would go. This is why I love the show. You've covered <laughs> meniscus <laughs> problems and stuff already. We're not even an hour in and you just gave everybody a little food network taste. So Cal DJ said I had oysters with Matt. He did. He did have oysters with me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. We had oysters at Red Rock Casino. Mayonnaise on them? Blah, what? I don't. SoCal likes mayonnaise on everything. Oh, see, I have your, I have your. Still have mayo. I was supposed to come over last night. I fell asleep. I was going to come to your house. I texted you. Madeline wanted to come see you, and you didn't answer us. So we were like, okay, we're going home. I got a whole box of stuff for you, including that. Everybody does. Everybody left me. I was going to just like show up and put it on your, put it on your, on your doorstep. And I was like, I don't know if oh. I should do that. People get annoyed when people do that. So I was like, nah, Maddie, oh. we shouldn't do that. Because <laughs> then she's like, if I can't see Kendall, I don't want to go. I was like, I don't know where Kendall is. And she's Kendall like, well, was I don't Dave go. and Buster's. They shook me down for Dave and Buster's. They went to Ooh. Dave and Buster's. The kids went to Dave and Buster's. So it's a fun place. It's a fun place. It's I'm all not, right. It's, it's okay. It's it, it's really loud. It's really, really loud. Obscenely loud. But uh, give me the arcades from when we were young. I'd rather have that than the Dave. Have and you Buster's. gone to the arcade museum here? It's the, the best. Pin- the pinball museum. Oh my gosh. If you are coming to Vegas and you like what Dave's talking about, the pinball oh. museum is the best bang for your buck in the city from an entertainment perspective. Ain't even close. 25 cents to 50 cents for games. They're all, they're all the original games. Like when we were kids and stuff, when we went to the arcades, they got they pinball have bubble hockey. They have the best game, the best arcade game of all time. Yeah. Bubble hockey is the greatest hockey game, the greatest arcade game, bar none, period, stop, end of conversation. Two rolls of quarters and you'll blow a couple hours and have as much fun Hell as anything. Yeah. Two rolls I, of quarters, that's 20 bucks. I, my brother, my sit, my daughter and I, two and a half hours, I spent $12.50. Mm. $12.50. <laughs> we, we played air hockey forever. Right. We played bubble hockey forever. Yep. yep. And a couple of pinball games. 25 cents. I like Galaga a lot. I play that all the time when I go in there. My daughter likes playing Ms. Pac-Man. Play that a lot. Unbelievable. It's at the far end of the strip. It's on the Mandalay Bay side of the strip. It's got a big, huge pinball sign on it. But if you're coming to Vegas, I cannot recommend that enough from a family-friendly wallet 
friendly activity that you can spend an entire night and have a whole lot of fun taking your kid down memory lane. Like Madeline had no idea what bubble hockey was, had no clue, but she watched my brother and I play. And my brother who's 29 was like, how the fuck do you know how to do this? Like, what's going, <laughs> what, what is going on? So I, I mean, like all of us, right. We all know the play where you have the puck on the side, you flash in the middle and then you go with the middle guy, you slam it in. You don't shoot. You just, just bang it hard right into the net. One timer. So one timer. Yeah. So I, kept on, I kept on doing that and he kept on getting pissed off. He was like, how the hell do you know how to do this? Like, dude, I'm 45. I grew up playing this game. Like you're, you're in my lane here, right? It you was know, winner's stay. Right. You had to learn how to play. Oh yeah. It was I, I was winner's like, stay. You, you, he kicks my ass in Madden all the time. I'm like, right. you, you got Madden. You can beat the crap out of me playing Madden. Right. Welcome to my turf. Like This is my turf. home game. <laughs> This is, a home game this is how we hockey. grew up playing hockey. Right. We didn't watch, we didn't play EA sports NHL. We played this USA versus versus Russia or USA versus Canada. <laughs> Did you hit the boo button at all? Remember the boo button? Was oh, the boo they button didn't on? have, that's right. They didn't have the boo button. Oh. But I, I swear to you, I started shopping for them. They're 1500 bucks. You can buy a bubble hockey actual machine for 1500 bucks. Just seeing if, just seeing if anybody's around the corner. <laughs> Maybe getting one of those. I mean, I Kendall's legitimately. Cool, so she ain't going to tell anybody till later. I mean, I am 100% eyeing buying that for the house. That's the greatest party game ever. Like just straight up having oh. bubble hockey tournaments. Oh, oh just 100%. So, so fun. That's so great. fun. Vince says. My next project is restoring a damaged bubble hockey t- table. Once I'm done, I'll send you pictures. Do it, Vince. That's incredible. Restoring that would be fun. Connor Winsky's restoring that? That's, a, that's fantastic. Yeah. You remember? I mean, I had the original rod hockey ones that were like without a bubble. They, they, oh. They, yeah. You can you can see those online too. It was it was smaller, flatter, but. Okay. How heavy um, was the puck? Did it bounce? Yeah, it bounced. It was it used to fly off all the time, but like <laughs> it's annoying. It was annoying as hell. But like if you could figure out how to do it, you could flick yeah. your brother in the face. Like if you could get oh. it to go up and give him a little shot here and there. So it became a little bit uh like a battle, but it was I, always Bruins and Canadians. Hell yeah. That's what the team was. Like when hell they yeah. finally changed the team, that's why <laughs> I always liked the Canadians and the French Canadians team. And, but my brothers, everybody wanted to be Bruins because it was black and gold. So wait, Jordan in the chat is telling us there's a place in Vegas that claims to serve 20 pound lobsters. Guys, what? A 20 pound lobster lobster will what? taste like your butthole. Whoa. It will be That's disgusting. Not good. That's yeah. Lobsters are not meant to be 20 pounds, and big lobsters actually they taste like ass. They're gross. Uh uh-uh. uh, two pounds is the biggest a lobster should ever be. It sounds like people think of like steak, like tomahawk steaks. You have like <laughs> a six, a sixty-five ounce tomahawk. You're like, yeah, let's. Lobsters aren't supposed to be like that. One, no. they're old. If it's twenty pounds, it's old, meaning Ooh. it's been around the earth for like a dinosaur time. Like, you oh, don't, that does not taste good. I... So, even like, I've not gone to the Golden Steer yet, and I am like seriously jonesing to go eat dinner there because everyone's telling me like you have to go to the old school steakhouse it's great there yet. i've been there multiple times it's yeah, great. So i haven't gone there yet but they have australian lobster tail oh which is normally like a it's like a one pound australian lobster tail 
And everyone thinks it says it's amazing. And maybe it is. I don't know. But one, warm water. Two, it's big. And big and warm water for me goes, eh, I don't know. Like, I'm a little skeptical. It's one reason why I haven't been, you know, I heard the steaks are amazing. But everyone's like, you got to go get the, the lobster tail. There's undrawn butter with lobster. You're a New England guy. You got to go try it. So I never had the lobster tail there, but uh, it's always, it's a good dinner every time I've gone at the, down there. Um, Sonic just threw in Dig Dug Defender oh, Zach's on pole position rampage. See, I've got I've got all those games on my Xbox on my Xbox. Do you I really? Have, I have yeah, I have Dig Dug, I have like Excite Bike, I've got all of them. Oh Xbox goodness. has them all. Wow. All the old school Nintendo games you can get um Love in the store for Xbox, it's like a dollar, it's like two bucks. Right. So I play all those games all the time. Yeah. Oh man. It's fun. <laughs> it's really fun. And Madeline, it's perfect for Maddie because she's eight. So like these are games that totally fit her eye as to what right. she's going to do. So that's why she plays Pac-Man all the time. Like she loves playing Pac-Man. You still remember the pattern for Pac-Man? Do you remember the pattern? The pattern. A pattern. Yeah, you can do a pattern. You can keep getting the higher fruits. I, oh. it's, it's crazy. I can't remember yesterday, but I remember the pattern on like Miss Pac-Man to get me eight the boards. The only in. patterns I remember... Um, I remember the cheat codes for certain games. Oh, you know, up, up, down, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, start. You know what else I wanted to ask you? I saw on Twitter. Um, do you remember the phone number of the house you grew up in? Yes. Nine, seven, eight, four, seven, zero, three, five, four, eight. Mine was four one two nine two one zero six seven four. Same thing. I remember. It's like it's, I can't remember anybody's number, name, all this other. I don't stuff. know I anything else, but I, I I I know the number when I was growing up. I don't know who has that number now. Sorry, I just gave it on gave it on television, but, but no one in my family has it. So did you use you. people's <laughs> uniform numbers to remember it, or did you just remember it? No, I just remembered it. I mean, okay. there wasn't anything like that caused me. I I remember I used to get angry because my friends all had four, seven, five numbers. And I had a four, seven, zero number. Oh, I, I didn't like that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like that. I had a four, seven, zero number. And then when I was growing up, it used to be six, one, seven. And then they added nine, seven, eight to anybody outside of Boston proper. They called it. Right. So it was six, one, seven, then it became nine, seven, eight. So that was the one little, like, I'd remember that, like, Oh okay. wait, our area code changed. So we have a different area code now, but we, we just kind of got into a discussion because we're talking about 52, my birthday and the number yeah. 52. And, Mike Webster, Ray Lewis, someone actually put a comment in there. And guys, if you're watching the show, hit the like button, leave comments on the thing. I went in and answered all the comments late Friday oh, night. Cool. But somebody put Patrick Willis, a 49er oh. fan, put 52 Patrick Willis. And that's how a lot of times I remembered phone numbers and codes. He just, and he just like retired, that. right? I think so. He got hurt. And then he had to retire. I, I don't think. Yeah, he was a hell of a linebacker for the Unbelievable. For a couple of years yeah. for the Niners. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That, that's interesting. Um, oh, Jordan says I'm a big Gallagher guy. I am too. Contra Pierre knew what I was talking about. Oh, up, up, down, right, left, right. A, B, A, B, A, you start. Yes. That's Contra. So Contra was always, you get unlimited lives when you play the limit. That was first for super Nintendo. You, you, you'd have, you'd have the code and you go ahead and, and you would go and play. And that was always, it was like unlimited lives with Contra, man. Those were fun days. Gosh, oh. man. It's so funny when I look back in playing Super Nintendo because when Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball came out, like there were two games in my life that literally I know exactly where I was when I started playing it. One was GoldenEye and the other was Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. And they're really? both, for super, both for Super Nintendo. Yeah, because it was like a big step up in everything in 
graphics like, graphics and speed of the game Whoa. yeah the way the game played yeah. goldeneye was the first time i ever played a first person shooter game like, uh, we never played that before to actually you could be the person walking around you could play your friends right in goldeneye so that was really a unique thing that like you actually have like different people you're fighting against and you would go and try to kill them they'd kill you really horrific in today's world but that's what we would do and have a lot of yeah it was a game so like that's what we did and i remember like thinking like this is so incredibly fun yeah and then we introduced substances and it made it even more fun so then you play it for hour and hour and hour and hours right high school became just like a blur and those were the two games i played i don't know we had the dynasty mode on Griffey Jr. Baseball. One of my friends and I played, we tried to play two consecutive seasons. So 162 games plus the playoffs. And then you have to try to repeat, see if you could do that. (laughs) So like talking about hours upon hours. Is this while you were in college? High school. This is my Did you do any schoolwork ever? (laughs) I told you my, my high school days were pretty fun. They weren't spent i don't know how i got a 3-0 i graduated with a, with a two nine i graduated two nine five i have no idea how i graduated with a two nine five no clue it was just, if i had applied myself at all i would have been a really good student but i like to do other things like skip school and go look for cds in boston oh, <laughs> a lot I, i've told you that that my i i you could if you had more than 50 absences over the course of a single year you couldn't graduate and i graduated my senior year with 48 i was like this <laughs> I was like this close to not graduating my senior year because how many times I didn't go to school. I was late, I think 65 times my senior, my senior year. I served, I think every time you were late five times, you served, you served a detention. So I think I I served 10 detentions my senior year. The views expressed right now are <laughs> expressed only by Matt Peralt and not the just Boston versus the book or the show. It, it, uh, it's it's more school this, kids. This is more for our kids. This Go is more school. for our daughters. Like, the, you know, our daughter's hearing this and my kid hearing this saying, yeah, daddy, you didn't do it. So why do I have to do it? Because you're going to apply yourself better than I did. Damn right you are. <laughs> you're going to be a better student than I was. You're going <laughs> to get away with the shit that I got away with. The stuff that I did. Because I got away with a lot of shit when I was I missed school. one day of school my whole high school career. Oh, my God. I missed one day a week. Damn. One day. Wow. Good for you. My That's mother amazing. was like, go to school. I don't feel good. Go to school. Yeah. Ah, uh, You can't go to school. I just, there was no option. See, I, I had the option yeah. because when I started driving myself to school, if I went to the right, then I was going to school. If I went to the left, I could go to the train station. So I would be pulling out of my driveway and I'd have a left or a right. And I'd go, do I want to go to school or do I want to go to Boston? And some days I would just go, I'm going to Boston. So then I would go drive to the train station, park my car there, get on the purple line, take the tip into the train. You weren't worried back. about missing nothing? I was worried about missing practice. That's what I was missing. That's what I was worried about. As long as I was back in time for practice, it was fine. That's all I was worried about. Man, like one day missing trigonometry. It was like a. The, I didn't take trigonometry in high school. I think I knew about math. I didn't care about math. I don't care about oh, math now. Oh, you didn't took take hard classes. Oh, okay. No, I get every it. course, every class I took, I had to be able to talk my way out of. As long as I can argue the point, I won. Perfect. As long as I could argue the point. So English was awesome. Debate I was awesome. Like so even social studies. As long as I could argue a yeah. point, I could talk well enough to make the teacher think that I actually knew what I was doing. So I, I was a professional bullshit artist then and even now. So I could completely argue a point. 
when it came to math or science, when there was an actual answer, yeah, I was in deep shit. That was in, I was in deep trouble. I am in a formula and any, any class that had a formula I had to learn, forget it. I was forget it out the door. No idea. History had to be a problem for you too. It wasn't so much because I liked history. So I actually would read, I would do the reading. So oh, I like, yeah, I would do the reading. I, so I, I history wasn't oh, okay. a problem. Social studies, history. I was, I was good in a lot of, oh, I mean, this is in the nineties when they were starting to teach arguing history. So I would do really well because you had different arguments about like, you know, reconciliation, talking about, you know, what America was like pre-Civil War, what America uh-huh. was like pre-slavery. So like right. all those conversations you learned in school, I could get into those arguments. And the teachers were like, ooh, okay, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, I'm just rifting off of some song that I listened to you know, 10 minutes before school for whatever reason. God. So yeah, I, I could talk my way out of a lot. That was shockingly i could talk i could talk away out of a lot of problems uh somebody who can't talk their way out of stuff is now fernando tatis jr man oh man who is done for 80 games and he is done for the postseason now they got juan soto okay so they clearly knew that something was happening this was going to be bad yeah but this is a dude that had so much going for him and it's our first in a while really big name to get popped for yeah. a performance-enhancing drug. Yeah. What does this do to the Padres going forward? They're not getting this push that they were going to yeah. get. Everything, they made the move with Soto, great. There's going to be a big push. The odds get adjusted because they're getting Tatis back. It's going to be, that's their next September push, right? We're just going to limp along and then, you know, by the end of August or beginning of September, he's in the lineup for the last 30 game sprint. It's a hell of a lineup. They're gonna win those games. Yep. Oh, wait. What? He's not he's he got busted for PEDs. He's what? Done. He's the face of the franchise. They gave him a what, 12 year contract, 14 yeah. year contract, Locked some ridiculous, ridiculous thing. By the way, uh the Rangers just fired Chris Woodard, their manager. So today, right now, right now. Yep. They just fired him. So oh. I'm sorry. Let's, no, that's okay. Because the line's moving. Let's see. For the game. I mean, yeah. Bob Melvin said that Tatis during a phone call quote feels remorseful. Yes. So it was a private conversation. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Mike Clevenger said it was disappointed. He was disappointed. It's more, it's, it's more than just him right now. But I, I mean, how do you walk back into that clubhouse? They were all expecting you. Like they all were, everybody was like, yeah, when we get him back, look what we're going to be. We have, we have Machado, we have Soto. Look what we've got offensively. This lineup's going to be right there with the Dodgers. And yeah, it could be, I mean, Soto's not going anywhere. So you're going to, they're going to have Soto for a long time. So it's about next season, but now you've got that thing over your head. Yeah. You get popped for PEDs. It's, it's bad now. I mean, well, the it's, thing is, and like, and, you know, we discussed this, you know, on sports crew too. Like, they're not even trying to get people. Like before, it was like they're trying to get people. I mean, they, they kind of tell you, look, we're going to test. Right. We can't take this, this, and this. Like, there's no yeah. mystery anymore, right? Everybody was hiding it back in the day, and everybody was, you know, the baseball had to make a statement, try to get you. Mm-hmm. They ain't even playing. Like, what are you doing? It's just, it's, it's. I mean, if you get caught now and Baseball has a three strike rule. If you get three strikes, you're out, out. Yeah. 
So first suspension is 80 games. Second suspension is a year. a year. Third, you're done. Done. So now, what do you do? Um, I mean, as far as this season, I thought the move was a little bit excessive. I was excited for baseball and to have somebody that may be another West Coast team not named the Los Angeles Dodgers that could actually win a series. Right. I don't think it uh, – I didn't think they would because of the pitching. I still think that now. But now, if you were thinking about betting them, you're not. They're back up to almost 20 to 1 to win the World Series, 10 to 1 to win the pennant. It's not happening. Mm-mm. And in particular, because you could say, well, their offense is going to be so good that it's going to overcome the fact that they don't have the pitching matchups like the Mets or the Dodgers do. Right. Now you can't say that. I mean, no. it's, a bi- it's a big bat that you're losing. And also, you can't quantify the psychological impact that this makes on the team. That what, when was he using? Was he always using? His dad had questions around him. So was he always doing this? Was this, is this how he got to the big league so fast? Is this how he put up the but numbers he did so young? If you're in a clubhouse, you don't care about any of that, right? Of course you do. No, you have to care about that because you don't, you want a guy who's dependable. is going to be there. If you know a guy's cheating, you have no idea when the red flag's going up and he's going to be ticked. You know, 80 games is 80 games. It's half the season. Well, this goes into next season. They don't even have him for the first month next year. Right. And you're ineligible so, for the postseason, so you can't play in the playoffs, so you don't right. have him there for you. So all of this, like, here we come, you know, F you Dodger type stuff. Now what do you do? It's, uh-oh. Yeah. We're now really against it. And I think the organization is kind of putting that out there, like a little bit like, hey, you know, we knew, but we didn't. We weren't sure. There was a lot of questions. We still gave them the money, but now look what happened. Now they can go after it. The one thing that they can do if they wanted to is that the, the steroid thing does create problems for Tatis contractually. So you can start to have those conversations internally. If you want to talk about voiding the contract, you want to talk about, you know, punishment and penalties and things along those natures. So not that they would do that right now, but like, this is a big blow for Tatis, his legacy. He's young. What does this do for his confidence going forward? Does he play with the same swagger? I mean, that was one of the things that bonds, used, you know, all the Royd people used to say that, you know, it wasn't so much. Yes. It helped with the workouts. Yes. It helped you recover, but it also just gave you an, like a, like a confidence. Like you just felt like you were invincible when you were on this stuff and you felt like you were going to be, you know, you just were mentally in a better place. Cause you knew you had this edge. What will he be right. when he comes back? That's a great I mean, question. I don't, I, th- I don't know. I, I mean, I think he knows. I mean, no one knows. I mean, again, it's a wrist injury on top of that. We talked about it just, you know, in terms of pre steroids, but like he has a wrist injury. They shut him down. He couldn't swing a bat. They thought he'd be back by now. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't. Now, right. was that smoke and mirrors because of this stuff going on? And they were trying to appeal it and trying to go through back channels. I don't know, but they thought he'd be back in July. And they said, nope, he's not going to be back because he can't swing a bat yet. I don't know. But I mean, if it's me, if I'm in a clubhouse, like I, 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 I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about me. And he hasn't been in on the field this Fair. year. Right. So, you know, I'm just like, all right, he wasn't here. Now we know he ain't going to be here. We don't even have to wait. Like, right. when is he coming back? Let's, this is now we know this is our squad. 
let's ride. Yeah. Like, you know, Russell Wilson said, like, let's just go. Right. So the questions, right, aren't there? Right. I don't know. It's weird. It's it, it's it's going to be interesting. Yankees lose two of three to the Red Sox. Yes, they did. And they've lost 10 of 13 games. Yes, they have. Aaron Judge is still hitting home runs, but he's the only one really producing for this team. I know True. it's the dog days. Okay, I get it. But did the Yankees peak too soon? Great question. I don't think so, but like, think about it. They've had a double-digit lead, what, for three months? They still do. It's 10 today. It's hard, hard to get up that sense of urgency. Hard to be motivated. All the, the one time, seed, right? From the one seed. I mean, well, I guess we'll find out how the, how much they care about it because it's definitely up for grabs. This thing happens all the time in baseball. We talked about this so many times over the years. Like, how many games were they going to win? They were on pace to win 120. They're still not going to win 120. Like, this is all coming back. It's if you'd went to math class, this is uh, uh, what, what do they call that? The the, the Going Law. to the mean, regression Law. to the mean. The mean, yes. yes. Water so, finds its level. Oh, nice. That, they didn't say that part in math class. Really they said that in science. Same that thing. was good. You, you yes. didn't like either one of those, but that's <laughs> yes. good. Um, so they're finding their level. That's, yeah. But they're not being priced like it. That's, that's the good thing about the gambling. They're still being priced like they're on pace to win 120 games. So you can find value, Jordan. Four off. You're always looking for the value conversation. You know, Jay Dow bets. There's value betting against them. There's big value today. You see the price today? Well, let's go to that. It's the Aces hell? Day. It's Aces Day in Major League Baseball right now. Man. What's the best game of the day in your mind? What's the game? Where does your eye go on Aces Day here on a Monday? Oh, my goodness. Uh, a bunch of good games. Musgrove yeah. against Alcantara. Good game, but Strider against Carrasco. That's the game. Okay. That's the game. Um Matani against Castillo. Cobb against Bumgarner. Uh I, I I can't. I mean, Arizona and San Francisco made your list. The hell are you just saying it's Bumgarner. I'm saying it's Bumgarner. Watching football all week. Yeah, just Bumgarner. I'm just saying it's it's a good it's it's a it's their best pitcher. It's a name pitcher up against, you know, the Giants. Team-wise matchups that I'm excited to see when I look this morning was Mets Braves. It's yeah. a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's Carrasco. Dodgers, Dodgers Brewers, though. I mean, right under it right. is that one. Um, I'm still not convinced about this Brewers team at all. I, I really liked what the Cardinals did over the weekend. Did you see Albert for all the old guys hit the bombs yesterday? The second Grandpa. bomb he did the you know. Grandpa. Across his chest, that was great. I called him Grandpa afterwards. <laughs> Call him whatever you want, man. That's a home run. He hit that ball four hundred something feet. Hit two. Yeah. So those are the games in the American League. It's. I mean, I'm curious about Baltimore, Toronto. Um, this price and this Kikuchi guy, I just don't understand it. Hold that thought. <laughs> I don't understand it. Uh, do you think last week we bet against Cole or on Cole for a year fee? Didn't hit. Correct. What about now? Jump back in with it today. I think it's uh, worth it. What's a what's a big plus? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, hold on, let me get you the up to date year fee number because it was first inning. Probably plus one twenty. 
Um, let's see. Total runs. It is minus 104 to the over. Under minus 122. FanDuel does not have a plus. You're laying juice. Both sides. Both sides. Welcome <laughs> to sports betting in 2022. <laughs> you're laying 120 and you're laying 104 on the other side. Yep. Move the damn number. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'd look for a plus, obviously, but yeah. Yes. Beaks. Beaks is pitching. Do mm-hmm. you remember the movie uh, Trading Places? Oh, I remember the movie. I don't remember it. Movie Trading Places. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. And there was an investigation for a crop report. And the, the guy's name was Beaks, Clarence Beaks. It's outstanding. For you, those of you old enough to remember, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Give me the crop report. Bet the over. Bet the yes. All right. We're betting yes on that. And then... One of these totals have moved at certain books, but Angels, Mariners, Padres, Marlins both have totals of six and a half today. Which game goes under? How does how does Miami and San Diego not go under? Mm. Musgrove gets hit, but Marlins That's, can't. The Marlins have scored, I think it's three or less runs in thirteen consecutive games, like for a month, like literally maybe for a month. They it's they score three runs. Like they can't they score just, against anybody. That's it's. It's dismal how yeah. bad the lineup is. So this may be what Musgrove needs to get healthy. He yep. needs a game against a bad team that can't hit. Get he needs right. to go seven and two thirds, cruise through, you know, eight Ks, find a curveball again. Uh that's the game I think goes under. Seattle. Ah. <laughs> it's seven now. It's up to it's up a half a point, half a run. Seattle's is let's see. Yeah. Uh, painted six and a half everywhere. There's only there's no sevens left. Where's you seeing a seven? For Seattle, uh, Fandle. Oh, it's still seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Six and a half over minus twenty is pretty much the consensus line everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And in the other game, it's six and a half over fifteen. Six and a half flat at circa. Yeah, that one's going under. I have to pick between the two. You. I think the Padres Marlins game is most likely to go under just yeah. because the Marlins can't score. So I think yeah. they score two and then Alcantara probably gives up three, probably a three, two final. So under six and a half is where I go with that on that one. Uh, more on baseball here during better to book it, but now it's time for the Omaha stakes searing hot take of the day. If you guys are not participating in this, please do. If you are winning and capitalizing, our prop bet of the day has gone 19 and three. Crazy. That's a crazy run. It's a crazy run. I've hit 11 consecutive NFL bets. If we are making you money, if Nerfy with Spencer is cashing, if you're making money with us, the way you say thank you is go buy yourself some good food. BVB, OmahaSteaks.com, keyword BVB. Using that gets you 12 free Omaha steak burgers. You can build your own perfect menu. You can use the All-American Assortment Package. It's a pre-done for you. It's 125 bucks. They'll send it right to your door. Free, freeze wrapped in this big, huge container with all this dry ice. It's amazing. That's how you say thank you for what we do every day at props.com and BVB and just the picks and everything else. 
keyword bvbomahasteaks.com. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears and a bunch of pissed off NFL PA people at the actual field itself. Now, if you remember, they're thinking about building a, a dome stadium in Chicago. Yeah. Th- thinking about it. Yeah. The NFL PA is really mad at the actual playing surface that happened between the Bears and the Chiefs over the weekend. They want to be reevaluated. The kicker for the Bears after the game admitted that he knows how bad the field is. And so he was warming. He was practicing in the off season off of turf. And he realized that, well, I'm not going to kick off of turf. I have to go find a different place to practice. Yes. He went to a local high school soccer field. Yep. That has really long, long grass. Shaggy. He said it was almost like, okay, I'm getting too comfortable. So in my neighborhood, there's a soccer field and the grass is Bermuda grass. It's really long. I was like, okay, this is more like it. He added that he's seen better, but it's just that we have to deal with. I mean, in an NFL stadium. Yes. Should you having to just quote deal with the turf? I mean, this is a billion-dollar organization. They can't grow grass in Chicago? This was a problem in Pittsburgh for a long, long time. The grass would be okay in September, and by October, it was terrible. And then right. they played the high school championships there, and Pitt's playing there, and shoot up and shit by November. Like, right. terrible. It's August, point. though. That's that was going to be my state. I was going to ask you what, what's today's date. It s- says it right there on the screen, right there. August, August 15th. 15th. That's really bad. Can't be complaining about the turf. Can't, the turf can't be bad now. The grass can't be bad now. You just ain't trying, right? If the grass is bad now, you're not trying. Now, now there is a benefit if you are a Bears fan. There's a benefit to having longer grass because teams that are faster than you are not going to be running as fast. So if you're a slogger, been doing it for, for years, right? Yeah. Grow the grass out. But it's not like it's patchy, though. That's why the NFLPA is mad. The, there was dirt patches. Like, it wasn't Humpy. completely, like, there. It wasn't like a Humpy. full turf that you'd expect. So I, don't, I have no problem with teams that want to grow the grass out. That's fine. Like, grow it shaggy. Keep your opponent slower. That's great. Paint it, too. Like, make it green. That's what I, I don't want to turn the TV on and see it blotchy. Make but just nice. grow the grass. Just go ahead and resod. Like, how much money are you making, Chicago? I mean, you're the Bears for goodness sakes. You can't go and hire a top-notch turf guy. Like, come on, this is a joke. How can you not get this done? This is dangerous. On top you, of that, you lived in the Midwest. Is it hard yeah. to grow grass in Iowa and not in, in Illinois summer, and all this not. stuff? Like, it's Everything a great place grows. to grow grass. No, Everything grows well in the summertime in Chicago in the Midwest. Everything. It's humid. It's perfect. It's gross, but it's perfect to grow stuff. Bugs and, you know, all sorts of things grow there in the summertime that you don't want. <laughs> Weeds, dandelions, things you they don't got, want. They got steaks there. They got steaks, big steaks. Chicago used to be all the, that's, that's where I had, all the steaks went from Omaha to Chicago. They took them on the railway. Snakes. Railroad. Oh, snakes. Like what happened with JJ, with JJ Watt over the weekend? Yeah. Did you see that? Got, got made into a wuss. At least he owned it. Thought it was a baby rattlesnake. It was a gardener snake in his in his in his bathroom. 
I don't like them snakes. I don't like snakes either, but he said it was a baby rattlesnake. And then the guy came in and was like, oh, it's not a baby rattlesnake. It's a gardener snake, dude. You're fine. <laughs> he, picked, he picked it up. <laughs> JJ, JJ was cowering in the corner going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But he did know at least that baby rattlesnakes are the most dangerous because they are when it comes to their venom. You never wait a it. second. You know about snakes, too. You know this. You live there. That was one of the first things I learned here. I, I learned about rattlesnakes, scorpions, all the all the things, and black widows were the three things I learned about quick when I came here. What did you learn? One, baby rattles are the most dangerous because they don't understand their venom, and they basically give you their entire venom shot in one bite. They kill you. Adults know at least how to, like, they bite you, but they don't give you as much venom. Really? Yeah, baby rattles are bad. They kill you. You get bit by a baby rattlesnake, you're not going to live. It's going to you're going to the, the amount of venom they're going to give you, you're going to die. Scorp- scorpions wow. oftentimes just hurt. It'll swell up, but normally unless you have a, a reaction to it, you're not going to die if you get stung by a scorpion. Black widows get to a hospital ASAP. Get the anti-venom in you as soon as possible. Wow. If you get bit by a black widow. Yep. Anything anything with a bulb, anything in Vegas that has a bulb to it. Any insect that's a bulb that has a small legs and a bulb body, uh uh-uh. uh, stay away. <laughs> I stay away from all that stuff. I would, it's a smart move. I try to stay away from as much as possible. I, I spray every damn month in this house. Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm not dealing like Sean Alvarez. I'm not dealing with this stuff. I'm not waking up with scorpions on my ceiling. Sean out of golf, bro, got a, he got a scorpion problem where he lives. Big problem. Post- Post a picture once a month. Sean. Once a week, practically. Not once a month. Once a week, he's posting pictures. And he's waking up to them on the ceiling. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not going to open my eyes in the middle, you know, first thing in the morning, and I'm watching a darn insect above me. No thanks. I saw one in Curacao. That was the first time. And then I saw one in Arizona the whole time I lived there. I've never seen one knock on wood. I haven't seen one here yet. That's amazing. An actual scorpion. You've not seen a scorpion. Not in Vegas. Wow, that's incredible. No. Even up by you, too, nope. because the construction. Oh, I figured I'd see him. When, yeah, I figured when we were moving in here, we'd see him all the time. I ain't seen nothing yet. I'll probably wake up and have one on my ceiling tomorrow. Yeah. If you spray, though, I mean, by, <laughs> I, I've talked to different bug guys about, like, how to keep it away. And, like, for the most part, if you're aggressive with spraying your house, it does a really good job of keeping them away. But the monsoon rains. Is it going to rain again, today, by the way? Yes. It, it's rained like seven out of like six out of seven days. It's rained here. God, I for the wettest summer I've I've lived. This is year number twenty. We've lived here. I think it only happened one other time where the summer where we've had as much rain and clouds and oh, humidity and all I this other out, stuff. Madeline were and I were at IKEA yesterday. I walked out and I was like, "Where did I move to? What the hell is that? that was sticky?" I was like, "Where did <laughs> I? I was I, I looked, I was like, it's ninety one degrees right now. Yeah, I was like, it's like oppressively hot right now. I'm like, am I back in Houston? It this was. is what this is feeling like Houston, where ninety one is bad because yeah. the humidity. Not yeah. like Madeline. It's supposed yeah. to be gorgeous. Ninety one degrees here on an August afternoon is like uh-uh. roll the windows down. It's supposed to be gorgeous. Nope. Nasty, it's nasty. It's nasty. wet in 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 our. I mean, we're not built for this. To be quite honest, like we're not built for this much rain, and we're not built for humidity here. Oh yeah, the city and stuff. Is, but we live through this. This is like our summer. This is yeah. just like back. But east, I, I, I left for a reason. Like <laughs> I left this. Yeah, sort but of I reason. mean, it's once a decade where it gets like this. I don't want it so, again. Like I don't yeah. need all the. the we need the rain. Let everybody tell need, you we need the rain. Lake Mead has has risen fifteen inches in the last two weeks. So, 15 inches. Yeah. So there we go. That's, that's, well, that's it's good. 
better than the bodies that were finding in there because <laughs> of all of the right, you know, the, all the, the severe drought. Yeah. Uh, all right. Time now for the circus sports schedule of the day. Uh, we are going to the Kentucky Wildcats. When I say Kentucky sports, what do you think of basketball, basketball. or football? basketball. Yeah. John Calipari said that on a podcast and it pissed off Mark Stoops in a big way. He did not appreciate that at all because they're ranked 21st preseason and they don't want to be seen as just a basketball school. You are what you are. Okay. That's true. Except one thing. Who do you think brings in more money, football or basketball? Football. <laughs> so it's bigger, it's bigger stadiums. It's in, and they're good. Like they're good again. People are going to the games, but it's just a big deal. They're in the SEC, yep. which is the best conference in the country. Sorry, Big Ten people. I mean, Pony came on and kept it real. <laughs> this guy keeps it real every day. I mean, I got to tell the truth. SEC is the best conference in football. So. I like it though. I mean, I, I I think it's fun that Mark Stoops is pushing back on this saying, yo, whoa, 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 Calipari, slow your roll there, dude. Okay. Yeah. I know you've won national championships. Yeah. I know that Kentucky has history. It's a basketball state. No one's going to debate that, but let's just, let's give credit where credit's due. We're building something. We're trying to be competitive. We're recruiting guys. We're putting players in the NFL consistently. We've got something special going on here. Let's let's check yourself there, Cal. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It I, makes hope, me- I hope Kentucky wins like the division. Can they win a division? No, they can't beat Georgia. Shit. It'd right. be great. It would be unbelievable if they could, but I don't think I don't think they're beating Georgia. No. Yeah, they're up. I mean, but I mean they're climbing. I mean, you know, I mean if if they come in second behind if it's, you know, Georgia, Kentucky, that's a really good accomplishment. Right. And, you know, the division's down. Florida's down. Missouri stinks. South Carolina's down. Tennessee is on the come up, but they're still not there yet. Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. So, I mean, it's not awful. It's not impossible for them to come in second right behind Georgia in the East. I just so. looked down at the chat. Yep. Sonic just described getting bit baby tree bark scorpion, insanely painful at first. Then your appendage goes entirely numb for about 24 hours but you retain muscle control. I'm calling the bug guy right now. After reading that, I'm calling the bug guy right now. Do you have many palm trees near you? You don't. So you're fine. Those aren't, those are in the, those are in the actual folds of the palm tree. That's why when you cut down a palm tree, look out because they're going to scorpions are going everywhere. That's where they live. They live in the palm tree. I've never ceased to be amazed. I talk to you every day on this show for two hours. I text you a hundred times a day. We eat meals together. We hang out and stuff. I find out something new about you every damn day. I, what the hell? Are you a horticulturist too? No, I just know these things. These are things that I know. Just, he's right. They, they absolutely. I never went to school. He knows this shit. I listen to people. People don't think I'm listening. I listen to stuff. I ask questions right. and, I, and I listen. Seven and a half juice to the over. For Kentucky. How juiced? 135. Fair. Okay. Miami is the opener at home of Ohio. Miami, Florida? No, of Ohio. Mac. Oh. They're playing a lot of Mac schools. Kentucky is padding their schedule this year. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's how you know your program's getting better when they'll come and play at your place. Mm-hmm. You pay them, right? Uh, win. At Florida week two. 
This might be the game that decides the entire season for the bet. Three and a half point dogs, according to the game of the year at the Westgate. Um, boy, oh boy, I say win. So do I. I think Florida's gonna be really down this year. I think it's a big step backwards. Okay. So Um, two and zero. Youngstown State comes calling. The Penguins. Yep. Kentucky's three and zero, baby. Northern Illinois comes calling. Week four. Northern Illinois is the best team in that conference, right? One of, yes. It's going to be a tough game. But the man, if Northern can go into Kentucky and take an SEC scalp, whoo, baby, that's a, the yeah. Mac is going to be all about that. That's a, that's a, a win coach. for Kentucky. The, it's a hard fought win, though. Yeah. Yeah. What's that line? 10? I have no idea. I've, I don't know the first thing about Northern Illinois. Yeah, I, I guess that know. line's 10. But it's a double-digit line, 10, but it's I think Northern's live. What's the date of the game? 24th of September. Yeah, it's not on this list. I don't know. At Maybe Ole- Betsmart can throw his number out there in the chat. I don't know what it should be. 4-0 start at Ole Miss, October 1st. Man, they start with two SEC road games. Oh, wow. Florida and Ole Miss. Oh, how big of a dog are they? Um, um, four? four, four and a half. Opener here is five and a half. Okay, a little high. Ole Miss has to win that game, though. They have to, yeah. Uh huh. Ole Miss has to win that game. That's so that's stuck on four then, or five. What is that? Uh, that's a four and one start. Four. Okay, go ahead. South Carolina at home. Kentucky wins at five. Mississippi State at home. It's a day to that game. October 15th. Five wins. They played Mississippi State, not listed. Um, I'll say win six. Oh man. Seven and a half is the total. At Tennessee, October 29th. Fun game. Good game. First thought is pick. Yeah. Fair. Wow. Way off. Tennessee minus seven and a half. Huh. So Tennessee's like, that much better than them? I mean, we haven't done their schedule yet, but maybe they could be. I mean, they have a they have a quarterback back. They've got a coach who's wants to throw all over the place, put up numbers. Hypos. I mean, we'll Who see. Who do what they Hypo play does. the next week after that? At Missouri. Missouri, terrible, huh? Terrible. I'll say lose the lose the game at Tennessee, win the game against Fair. Missouri. That's six, right? One, three. two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven, seven wins. It's a seven and two start. Yeah, you only losses are at Ole Miss and at Tennessee. Okay. Vandy, November 12th at home. Win. Eight. At your uh, home versus Georgia, lose, and then home versus Louisville. Mm, what's the date of that game? Last game of the year, twenty sixth of November, Thanksgiving weekend. Jeez, Georgia seventeen and a half point favorite at yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, 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 kick the, they'll kick the living daylights out of them. What's the, what's the date of the last game? Louisville, 26, Kentucky. Saturday. Six and a half. Oh. Big rivalry game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that pushes it to nine. 
Yeah, they win nine, three. Or it stays eight if they lose. That's what I'll I mean. That Florida win. game is. That's what I mean. That that Florida game means a lot to me. That Florida game really dictates what happens here. I, I think eight is the number. Right. Um, they could win nine, but at Florida, at Ole Miss, at Tennessee, at Missouri are your four road games. They only play four road games all year, and all four of them are in the conference. I mean, Mark Stoops did a good. I mean, he did a that's, good job. This schedule is geared for them to go ten and two. Right. This is a schedule for them to get on radar screens, to put up a big number, to capitalize on the fact that the division's down, although they set these schedules way in advance. But I mean, as long as they don't get stupid and lose to like a Northern Illinois. So do the exercise. What's the bottom? The bottom bottom is is seven. Yeah. And the the high is 10. The high is 10. The bottom is seven. So there's, there's no question. The bottom is seven. So the, so, so, I mean, unless they get some serious injuries or whatnot, but I mean, it's their home games are Miami of Ohio, Youngstown state, Northern Illinois games. They'll be favored and should win. Yes. South Carolina, Mississippi state games will be favored and should win. All right. Vanderbilt should be favored and should win. And then Georgia's a loss. And then Louisville to end the year. I mean, they'll be, they'll be a home dog once and they're going to play eight home games. They go seven and one at home. They're going to get there easy. Right. So it just depends how they play at home. I mean, but, seven and one at home. Okay. They may not win a road game. In I that don't, situation, right? Correct. I mean, that, that's possible. They could lose. I mean, I think that they would beat. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, Missouri's bad, but it's the SEC. I think they right. go one and three on the road. I think it's very possible. Yeah. And then they go eight and four. And a number seven and a half with the overjuice. Yeah. I mean, the bottom is seven. That's just, it's, well, this is what we do every day when we do this. I mean, we can right. talk it out and go through. I think the bottom is seven, the total seven and a half. You got a bunch of numbers, eight, nine, or 10 over, get you there. You know, not to oversimplify, but I think over is the play. I would agree. Uh, okay, let's do one more. And before we take about our friends on Sports Grid, the props.com story of the day is a same game parlay that I'm eyeballing that bet prep is eyeballing and Spencer Limbach is eyeballing. Oh boy. So this is, this is fun. Orioles blue Jays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spencer's putting the same game parlay that going to pay out at plus 700. Okay. How Four many Lakers. items? How many items? In a Four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First leg blue Jays money line to win this game. I already don't like that, but okay. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'm on the other side or kind of, uh, Orioles, sorry. Uh, over nine runs today. Okay. Hernandez over one and a half total bases. He's done this six of his last nine starts. Okay. You'd see it. And and then Kikuchi, uh, Kikuchi going under five and a half case. I like that. So that's a plus 700 first leg Blue Jays win second leg over nine third leg Hernandez over one and a half total bases fourth leg Kikuchi under five and a half case. Yeah. I mean, I would book it if I could, I, you know, four item parlay to pay seven to one. One of those is going to lose. I mean, but if Toronto wins, you're good. Like you pretty much have to sweat the uh, basis prop. Well, Kikuchi also could get you. 
I mean, if he pitches well, that would be the one hook. He's got a 5.13 ERA. A lot of Ks for a guy that had been struggling and did yeah. not go five innings. And, and Baltimore doesn't strike out that much, do they? Nope. And that is right. why, okay, so there is your prop story of the day on that four-leg parlay. Blue Jays money line over nine, Hernandez over one and a half total bases, and Kikuchi under five and a half strikeouts. The mm-hmm. under five and a half strikeouts is also the bet prep prop bet of the day. Going with the juice uh, on minus one twenty four to the under at Fanduel. Oh, you so, gonna play that? So he is one of nine going over this number, right? Like, what are the numbers wrong? It should like, be four and a half. Like he 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 does he does not do this for whatever reason. He is one of seven when his team is the favorite, averaging four Ks per game. He's one of the last six when his team failed to cover the game before, averaging four point three. He faced the Orioles twice this year. 4Ks both times. Over the last three games, the Orioles have averaged just 6.7Ks per game against left-handed pitchers. Over the last 14 uh, days, Orioles have a K rate of 19.3%. The projection is 4.5Ks for Kikuchi here right. today. That's the number. Four and a half is the number. Yep. I'm and surprised. Five. I'm surprised that's not the actual number to prop. And it might be if you wait to bet this. You know, when you get it later, you're going to get either five and a half, probably under 45. True. It'll move the number. It's going to move that way. I mean, what's, you know, yeah, we're, we're all, I mean, anybody watching the show live is probably betting it right now. And then it'll probably be all over gambling Twitter later. (laughs) All these other shows. Everyone, I mean, mean, Spencer is fading Kikuchi. Bet Prep is fading Kikuchi. I am fading Kikuchi as well. We're all against him today on this just because the way he has pitched for Toronto, it's been poor and the Orioles have been the hottest team in the American league East. Like we've talked about for quite a while, you know, you're looking at it, you're like, huh, why is that that way? So, all right. um, Before we do better to book it, we'll say goodbye to our friends at sports grid and then we'll do better to book it on the other side. If you're live on Twitter and YouTube, stick around. We're still going, but if you're on sports grid, we'll back to you tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show at 11 PM. Pacific time each and every day on sports grid TV, Dave, Matt, BVB continues live on Twitter and YouTube right now. Uh, so like we mentioned, I am going, what, why are you laughing? Because you did, you were doing this while you were talking yeah. so yeah. good. And I just was mimicking what you were doing. So if anyone was watching it live, they were oh, like, okay. what are those two idiots doing? And I was just doing what you were doing, but I was doing, talking I'm, I'm while doing the doing. Antonio Brown dance. That was it. The, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's doing that now. They're all doing they're, they're all doing the Antonio Brown dance. Everybody's doing it. They are. It's 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 it's, it's quirky dance. Uh, this is being brought to you by Caesars Sportsbooks. You guys can get up to a fifteen hundred dollar risk free bet using the promo code JTP fifteen when you sign up for a new account. I am doing a heat check Monday, Dave. Okay, this is Curry from the logo. Seeing basketball season already, or you, no, can you make a heat check reference to Curry? Yes. The heat check Monday for me with my bets. Okay, Chef, do you pl- approve of this? Please? This is a plus one ninety six parlay. Oh, our friends in the chat. Did you see the friend in the chat? Oh, the love bots back. The bots back oh, came goodness. by to say hi. They I always bought. come by right when you're talking about like the prop of the day and all this stuff. This thing's smoking hot. It just seems to come in there right, right in there. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know, I mean, I've been telling people that like, look, if you just listen to only, if you just want picks, the last 30 minutes of the show is 
all picks. So (laughs) just come in in the last 30 and you guys can watch and listen to the last 30 and get all the plays and picks that we're going for today. Fade or follow, do what you want with it. But angels money line. um, I'm going to serve my penance for fading Atani last time. I'm back on it. Angels money line to Uh win the game today. They're slight favorites. Look at you. Marlins run line plus one and a half runs. Wow. At plus 196. Wow. Look at you. Home team plus a run and a half in a game that's six and a half. I love that. That's that's <laughs> I, I really like that. You're gonna go with this Angels team against uh against Castillo, huh? In the Marlins in the Mariners, yep. Yeah. Sweat. Angels team. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna earn heat it. check. It's, it's a heat check. It's just to see Otani won. He lost three in a row, one last time. Can he single? So wait a second. Power? You win eleven games in a row, all single bets, straight bets. Uh-huh. You got to go not, back to not bet all and base. single. Not all single. I hit a same game parlay yesterday. Okay, two two items, same game parlay. Correct. Two, two legger. Yep. Two. So you're you got to go back to baseball, mm-hmm. where I saw you were, you know, uh, <laughs> not the best spicy right, pork and broccoli. Right? It was just it was a little bit we of a can, tough we, can, we can say what it is in July. I sucked. Yes. And you're gonna do parlays. Correct. Two of them. Half unit play on each. A little bit greedy. Eh, just need one. Heat check. This is what you're calling it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna book this one. I'm not I don't trust the Angels. I trust Otani. Yep. And if we can keep him in the majority of the game, very good shot. But I like the under in the game. So Angels is probably the side to mm-hmm. go with in there, but okay. I'm riding the uh, riding the Mariners. Second bet, half a unit plays a plus one seventy four parlay. A's and Caprillion run line. Oh, Orioles run line plus one and a half against wow. Gucci. It's plus one seventy four. Wow! Look at you <laughs> taking dogs on the run line, putting them together. I like this one. I'm going to bet this one with you. Okay. So I need low totals. Caprillion pitched pretty well. Yes. We like him. And we have faded Otto Otto. consistently here for the Rangers on the show. So Otto against Caprillion. Rangers can win the game. Rangers just fired their manager. It's always a difficult, dangerous thing. I didn't know this before because people say when they fire the manager, bet the team to win because they win. But they can win 3-2. I don't care. I mean, win, win by a run. I don't care. Just don't win by more than one run. Both run lines. Both run lines. Both dogs. Man, put my glasses on because you're seeing the board <laughs> just right right now, son. Yes. So we're on that. Mm. A's run line, Orioles run line, plus 174. And then the final bet is a full unit play. Ooh. I'm fading Miner. We talked about this last week. Mike Miner is awful. They never win when he pitches. Like Last never nine in a row. It's Syndergaard. My fear is that Syndergaard wide to heat check play is Syndergaard on the road has sucked this year, but it's his oh, first right. start with the Phillies, right? He's not started on the road yet for the, he's won two games, two and oh, both at home right. for Syndergaard. Now he's on the road for the first time for the Phillies, but you have minor who has lost on the run line. Uh, he's lost. I think I counted it last night. I think he's lost 11 of 12 starts and nine of those 11 losses on the run line. Damn, son. Yeah, he's gotten torched. And he's losing like 4-2, 6-2. He's not giving up a 1,000 runs, but he just consistently loses on the run line. Okay. 
So we're going to lay 1.1 units. It's only minus 110, or it was last night, minus 110. Was it now? It's minus 118 now, so it's up a little bit. Not a ton. Let's check and make sure. Minus 115 consensus. Win bet went to 20. Lindemann's paying attention. I think he's working. We should get his opinion on Kentucky. He's always rose-colored glasses, but sometimes he keeps it real. Um, We're betting this one. Well, I... What am I going to do? Say I need to take the Reds today on the run line? I don't want that. I don't want that on my worst enemy. I ain't, yeah. I don't want it. It's not for me. Especially because they're, they're playing better. So they're Ooh, starting to – the Phillies are playing better. They just got smashed. I know, but they've been, they've been playing better, though. Well, they were. They won 12 or 13, and they had to play the Mets and get yeah. freaking Scherzer and now they're back. and Bassett. Right, now they get minor. <clears throat> right, but now they get minor. So – just what the doctor ordered for yeah. the Phillies. So they get right, and Swarber goes four for four, three home runs. He ain't good. playing. He's oh, that's st- right. He dinged yeah. his calf up. He got calves right. like me. He got a strained calf. Hopefully, he don't go on a DL. Best thing about today is what? Um, so I haven't officially seen it yet this morning, but the AP poll came out. And I have yet to meet Sonny Spades. <laughs> oh, no. I can't wait to meet Sonny Spades. But I wore the I am the greatest shirt because I knew you were going to come on and pump your chest and come on in and tell everybody you won. <laughs> you threw me off with a great opening routine. People go back. If you missed the beginning of the show, watch the show because P-Roll came in a time travel machine and showed everybody that he, he got the damn almanac, which, again, I'll be over later for the mayonnaise. Look, you got it right there. All right, but 2050, 2050. Um, that, it was pretty legit. I'm not gonna lie. Good, 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 good work, Matt. Good work. That was, that was, that was good excellent. Stuff. Excellent. One of the best openings to the show ever. Ever. And I don't know what number of show we're on, but that was damn good. That was probably really like good. one. I don't know, one fifty ish. I think we're higher than that. We give, celebrated. Give we celebrated uh, show one hundred like early. Uh, I can tell you right now what number of show we're on. Well, while you're looking at that, we'll have to tell everybody the number. That you said Oklahoma would not be. Yep. I said the, they'd be uh, outside of the 10 or higher, and they've been nine in both polls. Nine just, in both polls. Just missed it. Yeah. So. Bastards. We're at 166, <laughs> by the way. Excellent work. Good yeah. work, Farrah. It was close. Bet to over. 166. I think you could bet to over, too, on us, too, as far as things are going. Thank you, Brigade. Continue mm-hmm. to hit the like button, follow the show, tell somebody, and keep spreading the love. We love the pictures of the hats. Oh, That's my gosh. The yes. other thing, the best oh, wow. thing about today is that we've seen Akbar, we've seen PB, we've seen, obviously, the Director of Security, Stevie Mack, Capital M, Capital K, and Mikey, Capital A, awesome. Post the pictures of the hats and all this other stuff. Jay Dow bets is that's his profile picture. Mm. But uh, over the weekend, we saw Chef Benny. Mm. Was the picture looking fresh in a nice mm. BVB lid, and somehow made a shirt that said "Move the damn number." <laughs> Unbelievable! And by the way, I have to thank you or hate you for this because now, because you're doing these customs, I'm getting orders from people. We can say, hey, we can. hey. Uh, I saw Dave got somebody uh, a hat. Yeah. So do you think you could do that for me? Yeah. What do you want? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll venue you. I'm not going to, you're going to venue me money. Okay. Like I, I have no need for 
whatever years, like, I'll take care of you. What do you want? Like right. now I'm hearing from people all over the country. You're here now that Dave's, you know, it's Dave's hat brigade. Now I'm getting people I haven't heard from in forever knocking on my door going like, Hey man, those hats are really nice. How can I, how can I get one? And can I get it customized? Well, your brother did a good job with his. He took he a picture of him with that thing. He did. So we got a guy and we're, we're playing around it. We will have a store, you know, that's yeah. I, I have a list of things. It's one of the topper top listings yes. now. It's it's got I've gotten through a lot of the stuff and it's coming back near the top yes. to go and address that. We so. want that before kickoff of the NFL, before September the eleventh, or yes, September 9th or to eighth, whatever that Thursday you is. You know, We're, today's the fifteenth, right? Of August. Yeah. Yeah. We got a month. We got a month to get it done. Yeah. We got a month to get it up and going. That's so. the best thing about today. Yeah, it's it's a um my favorite thing about today is very similar, but it's more about the the audience and it's more about the fun that we get to have because I was sitting, I, I was walking into Target yesterday and I was just like sitting thinking about where we've been and where we're going heading into football season and just like the pride that I'm now feeling. It's look, when you're winning, it's great. And, and not to say that when you're winning, you should feel differently about the work you're producing, but it's a communal thing when, you know, Jenna Garcia, who wasn't feeling great over the weekends, I hope that she's, she's feeling better now, but you know, she and the bet prep folks are 19 and three over the last 22 bets. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like it's, it's just tremendous. 14, 14 and two, the last 16 bets and watching people find out about it. They're starting to follow. They're asking me when Jenna was, when the video was coming out a little bit later, cause she was not feeling well. They're like, Hey, where's the video? And like that, that made me like, feel like, all right, people are interested. They're watching, Yeah, you know, the momentum is going, you know, we, you know, uh, companies are contacting me now going like, Hey, how can we, how can we get on the show? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, yeah, I represent the marketing firm of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like that's fun to me. Like that, that shows the interest. Exciting. And, people are, are like, okay, what are you guys up to? And it just like, I felt really pride. I felt a lot of pride came over me sitting in the parking lot. And I was like, you know, this is whenever you take a leap and you don't know, and you start, you know, props.com in November was zero. It was like, you know, nothing. We haven't even been a year old yet. Mm -hmm. And you're watching this, the momentum and you're watching people interact in the discord channel and everything else kind of doing what it's doing. It, you know, my favorite thing about today was like, I get to do the show today. Yep. <laughs> like, like I was thinking, I, I was doing this last night. Like this is, I, I was sitting thinking about how I wanted to start the show last night. And I was like, you know, what really kind of funny is like, let me see if I can find the Biff Almanac. And I was sifting through and then I found this and I printed it out and it fits perfectly on a book. And I was like, listen, you, you threw me off because that was a whole Friday. <laughs> no, with the beginning. So here's what I had planned. But your oh. whole your whole thing threw me off. I was going to surprise you. Oh, as you started talking, uh -huh. I was going to reach over and grab some Kleenex and pretend like I was crying because I made you cry on Friday's <laughs> right. show. And I was going to say, I'm crying because you beat me up as the book and what uh -huh. you did and oh, all this other stuff. I robbed the you. Books, Sorry. The books are crying because <laughs> they lost, the, you know, all the footballs back and everybody's yeah, yeah. crying in the book because there's nobody that cries better than bookmakers. Hell I mean, no. they've been talking about losing and crying every chance they get. So, you know, because we got such a good response from Friday's show and like I cut that yeah. clip and we put it out there and all these great. views and all these great birthday wishes, which again, thank you guys. But I had that planned and I wasn't telling you, neither one of you. And then you come in after Doc Brown and all this shit. I'm like, oh, that's done. 
Sorry. ain't crying about nothing. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off. So uh, that so. was that was really good. But that was going to be my shtick in the, well, in the I beginning. Appreciate so that. we're both thinking, and we're trading these texts all the time. Last <laughs> night, Ferris, Ferris sent a text the other day at midnight. I was uh. like, wait a second, my man's up thinking about this too. Like it's yep. it's happening. It's fun. It's fun. Absolutely fun. Help us by hitting the like button, guys. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. That thing has grown a lot over the last three months. It's been really fun to watch that. Keep going with that. Tell your friends. Push the show. Sports Grid folks, tell them to watch it as well. It should be a fun show. We're coming back tomorrow. Same place, same time. BVB.